one of the most common questions we get as to how to go about getting a building permit and if you even need a building permit. Some types of work do not need a permit and how do you determine that and how do you get one if it's needed? Well, first, let's take a look at an example of a permit application. This one happens to be from Oregon, one of the cities in Oregon, and it's an example of a building permit. You notice it's only one page. Most counties and cities try to make it simple to get a building permit started. And it'll tell you what is the type of work you're doing. Are you doing a new construction, addition, alterations? This is what most people do, alterations, demolition, category of construction. Is it a single family? Is it a accessory building like a shed? Is it a commercial building or multifamily? And then the job site information, you have to put the address of the work you're doing and a cross street. So that way they can find it. If you're doing work on a property, the inspectors are going to have to come out and this helps them find it. If there's a subdivision name, like a sign out front, like, you know, Shady Oaks or whatever it is, you put that there. They also need the tax number, the parcel number. Here's why. Street address is good for delivering mail and sometimes driving directions. But in order to make sure that the work is on a certain legal parcel within the boundaries, they need the tax number. Here's your description of work. What are you doing? I'm replacing an air conditioner. I'm put, putting on a new roof. I'm doing sheetrock, whatever the, the work is, electrical work. And then here's the key right here. Property owner or tenant or builder, contractor. And the reason why that's important is because if you are a property owner, you may be allowed to do some things without a license. For example, you may be able to do some simple electrical or plumbing in some cities without being a licensed electrician, but you can't hire somebody else to do it unless they're licensed. So if you're the property owner and maybe putting in a new ceiling fan, you may be allowed to do that, but you can't pay a handyman to do it. You have to either do it yourself or hire an electrician. If the applicant is an engineer or architect or contractor, you put that information here. The name of the contractor, their CCB license, that's their contractor licensing board, and then you have to sign it. Over here, it'll get into the finances. What is the amount of work you're doing in terms of dollars? What is the amount of work you're doing in terms of square footage? This is gonna be necessary to calculate the building permit fees. They're going to charge you a fee for this. And the more complicated the job, the more fees you're going to pay. Now, how do you determine if your work needs permit? Well, we're not attorneys. We're not giving you legal advice. However, here's some general guidelines that will give you an idea. Anytime you're breaching the envelope of the house, meaning that you're cracking open the seal of the house, you probably need a permit. If you're replacing maybe a shingle on the house or you're replacing trim work around a window, probably don't need a permit, technically. But if you're taking out the window casing, putting in a new one, now you're breaching the case of that house. If you're putting in a new door, it's one thing to take the door off a hinge and put new doors on the hinge. If you're taking out the whole door frame where you're cracking open the, the envelope of that house, you probably need a permit. What about... New construction, well, in most jurisdictions, if you want to build a little shed or lean-to or a, a wood storage bin, probably don't need a permit. However, if your shed is bigger than so many square feet, some states and counties, it's 100 square feet or 200 square feet, now you need a permit. Or if it's above a certain height, like 12 or 15 feet, now you need a permit. The permit's required to make sure you're not putting it too close to your boundary. Some 
states have a setback five or 10 feet. You're not putting it too close to a septic system or a water line or too close to your existing house. You may also need more engineering if it's bigger. Look, if it's a 10 foot little storage shed, probably don't need engineering. If it's 20 by 80 feet, and that's not a shed anymore. You might need better foundations, better engineering for the uh, floor plan, the design. The roof needs might need some tie downs. So that's going to be determined by jurisdiction. Look, there's 3,611 counties in the country, plus thousands of cities. Every city and county may be different. In fact, one county might have a rule for their jurisdictions in the general county, but outside the city limits might be easier than if you're in a city in that particular county. So you have to look at where you're located to see what the rules are. Make sure that if you need a permit, you get one. Because if you don't, cities are now using aerial views and advanced mapping and artificial intelligence to see if there's additions been put on a house or a shed without a permit. And they can come back and inspect it, make you tear it down, pay penalties, pay fees if you uh, really do something egregious. Most of the time, the skilled trades like electrical and plumbing almost always need a permit. You're going to be changing around electrical, putting in conductors, devices, plumbing. You need a permit to do that anytime you're breaching that system. If you are doing plumbing, that's normally, again, something that requires a permit. Now, if you're changing out a faucet, and not breaching the pipes, that may not need a permit. If you're adding a dishwasher that maybe is not hardwired and just can screw on a hose, that may not need a permit. But if you're rerouting plumbing or adding on an outlet or adding on a switch, that's probably a permitted type of work. Also remember that grading sometimes needs a permit. In most jurisdictions, if you're moving earth, moving dirt, more than a certain number of cubic yards, Sometimes it needs a permit to make sure you're not changing the, the flow of water or the drainage or digging into pipes or changing the way that there's erosion that might need a permit. So if you're you know just digging a hole for something, that might be one thing. But if you're grading large amounts of earth or materials on a property or adding materials, putting in fill, that might be something that's a permitted process. The easy answer is, look, things that are major changes that can pose a risk to residents or neighbors, you want to get a permit. If it's something simple that really isn't anything more than cosmetic, adding moldings, maybe putting up a shelf, probably don't need a permit. But you want to make sure you understand what your jurisdiction has. The other reason why is because if you make some of these changes and there's a problem and it does damage to your house, you may be voiding your insurance policy if you have substandard work that wasn't permitted.